Hello everyone and welcome back to Hope Reclaimed. I am your host, Ellie Hope Herringshaw. Welcome, and I'm sitting with my dad, Mark Herringshaw. It is so good to be back with you. We're finally doing it. We are. We took a couple face weeks to off. Face. The yes. last time we did it was not face to face. Crazy. Thousands of miles apart. <laughs> yeah, the last couple um, the last couple weeks I have taken a break. I really didn't take a break from this podcast since I started it back in oh gosh. May of 2018, and so I took a took a couple weeks off when I was um, leaving my time in Honolulu, Hawaii, and I'm back in the frigid tundra. You just shoveled snow. In I our did. Today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so I'm, you know, thawing out a little bit. From surfing to shoveling. Yep. Um, the joys of life. Am I right? But welcome back to the podcast. This is so fun. I'm really glad to be sitting again with you. And, um, and I'm so excited about this, um, this new year. Um, there's really exciting things happening with this ministry, with Hope Reclaimed, but then also with this podcast. And um, yeah. so we're diving in to, uh, to what's happening today. It is 2020. It is. It's um, January 2nd is when this episode um, airs, 2000, 2020, which is crazy. We're in the 20s. And um, it's your birthday. It is my birthday. As well. Happy birthday. And a big one, too. Yeah. We're not recording it on your birthday, but, you know. We're projecting ahead. Projecting ahead. Happy <laughs> birthday. <laughs> it's going to be a big day. It is. Um, but we are now entering into a series that we're doing called Now What? So the idea of this podcast series is that, okay, you have gotten through a divorce. You've gone through a divorce. Maybe you've come on the other side of that where you feel, okay, I can finally breathe. Yeah. Now what? Yeah. Now what do I do? Yeah, what is my life? life change. Yeah, major what does my change. life look like now? And it may not be a divorce, but it may be the reason that you've decided to listen to this podcast or the reason that reclaiming resonates with you in some way. So it could be you finally feel like you've healed from from a breakup or that you are in a place where you're able to now talk about the death of that loved one. What, whatever it is. That, the loss of a career. Yes, or exactly. some other hope that, um, that you'd, you'd built your life around. Mm -hmm. and, and what does it mean to find new hope? Exactly. In the midst of rapid change. Often we're faced with changes we didn't ask for. Mm-hmm. All the time. That's yep. life. Yep. And um, and so when you feel like you've now come on the other side of it where you, you feel like you've, you've reached a level of healing, you're not grieving as intensely as you once were. And um, now what do we do? So we're diving in today in this episode and where I'm really excited to chat with you about this because this is kind of what you do as your job, talking about mission and vision and planning and all this stuff. So let's do it. Well, for why don't why don't you just first introduce kind of what you do as your career? Jab, well, yeah, this Mark. is one of the elements uh, that I do in my consulting and coaching work. So I'm privileged to have clientele um, here locally in Minnesota, but also around uh, the country, mm -hmm. and get to work with uh, organizations, but also with individuals um, who are often at junction points. We do a lot of work with succession in leadership with okay. organizations. And so we um, 
we really get an opportunity to talk about these questions, the ones we're going to talk about today, in really formal ways. Yeah. Uh, today we're going to just make it more of an informal discussion and we're maybe pose some questions that could be really helpful. So yeah. what happens when you're in times of change? Um, I work a lot with people that are at major change points in their life. They're about to hmm. retire or um, they are considering a new job or someone is coming into their organization, their organization, maybe they, it's changed quickly. They did a merger, an acquisition, mm -hmm. something like that. It, it upturns what's typical, what's been normal. Yeah. And the they have to ask some changed. questions. Yeah. Okay, now what? So it's a good <laughs> time for us to do that. So we're going to go through some of the really fundamental questions um, and provide a bit of an outline. And cool. this time of the year is a really good time to do that. Yes. I mean, most of us are doing it informal anyway. We're um, making resolutions. Right. Yeah, the news is talking about all the things that happened this last year and projecting trends for right. 2020. And we think about New Year's resolutions and mm -hmm. forming new habits and you know what goals, goals do we have. Yeah. Right. So this is a good time. Yeah, it's a fun time to to talk about it. It can also be a little bit overwhelming sometimes, I think for some people at least, where um, the idea of making making resolutions or, or making goals can be a little bit scary because what if I don't live up to it or the kind of the anxiety of it. Um, but especially when there is this, when there has been this major life change, like a divorce, there is, I mean, it is the second worst or the second most stressing stress inducing stress inducing yeah. event um next to losing a child they say and i mean it's it's it is so intensely stressful and so when you're finally coming out of that it's like oh okay and i can finally breathe um but but this time of the new year is a great time to yep. really think about what it, what am i supposed to be doing what right. is life now right. and how do i start to um, to examine it and do things again. So, the one of one of the things that I decided to do when I what, what, right when my divorce was finalized, I went on a silent retreat, and that was something that you guys en encouraged me to do. You and mom, um, and and I loved that experience because it was a time where I just went to a friend's cabin, one of your friend's cabins, and um, you know. I didn't have cell service. I just went there by myself and I took my journal and I wrote and I just processed the last year. Like what happened? And now, okay, who, who am I and what do I want to do? So I really, I really thought about, um, I thought about like a mission statement for myself and I, um, that's something that I still apply to my life today. And I review that regularly. Um, but that was really, that was a helpful time of kind of getting centered and thinking, okay, who am I? What is my mission? What's my plan? And um, how do I move forward from this? So um, why don't you talk a little bit about about that, some of the questions that you yep. ask. So this is something actually that um, I've been doing for years. Yeah. And, and this time of the year, I, I kind of reflect back on what I call my essence statement, and um, it, it involves um, a series of questions. And each year I reflect on it again and refine mm -hmm. them and kind of look back at where I've been and forward to where I'm going to be. And, and uh, my wife Jill and I, your mom, mm -hmm. we do this um, together 
usually we'll take time away. In fact, we're going to do that um, later this month and, yeah. and head off and reflect again and look formally forward yeah. toward 2020. So uh, that essence statement, and, and we often um, wonder, I think, as followers of Jesus, mm-hmm. because for us, trust and faith is so important. Yeah. What's the role of planning and right. intentionality right. in faith and trust? Mm. And, and sometimes we think, if I really trust God, then I don't need to take the pains and efforts of planning. And actually, yeah. I don't think that's true. Yeah. I think there are plenty of examples throughout Scripture of godly people who carefully hmm. worked through what their purpose in life was, hmm. what the mission God had called them on, totally, and the plan they were going to take as they went there. Now, often those plans don't play out exactly the way right. that, w- that we expect them. <laughs> yeah. But even then, we have something to go back to and a baseline to build off of. So yeah. things are inevitably going to change. They really will. Right. But we've got a place to start from. So Well, I think a good example of that is the is the book of Nehemiah where oh, yeah. where Nehemiah he just has this plan, he has this call to yep. go back to the city of Jerusalem and rebuild the walls. And he like, I mean, he plans. This guy is like type A. Yeah, he he's does. going around and he's, you know, taking notes of everything that needs to be done and then he executes it. Yep. And it was hard. There was opposition. Yep. There were there you know there were things that you know that that happened obstacles in his way, but he still did it. Right. And um, because he had the call too. So planning, yes, I think is a beautiful example. Yeah. Planning is not opposed to faith, and faith no. isn't opposed to planning. Even in Nehemiah's case, a lot of changes came in, and yes. he had to adjust yes. to those. Another example that I love is is Paul's story, the Apostle Paul in. Romans 15, Hmm. and um, it's more than we could exegete completely here, but basically in that end of Paul's letter there in Romans, he lays out um, a statement, who am I? Hmm. He basically is saying, I am a messenger of Jesus Christ. This is the essence of who I am. And and he lays out um, a question of his vision, and that's really um, why is he been has he been put here? If this is who yeah. he is, why has he been put there? And then a mission, which is what is he supposed to do? Hmm. Then he lists his values. This is how I'm going to go execute that. And then finally, he outlines a plan, a very That's specific yeah. plan of where am I gonna go, where am I going to go? When am I going to do it? And who am I going to do it with? Huh. So those questions: who, what, when, where, why, how? We, yeah. if you've ever taken a journalism class, I mean, yeah. that's what you're told to answer in that <laughs> first paragraph. I think we can use those questions as a framework, mm-hmm. and that's what I'd like to suggest today: is a yeah. really simple way. If you're looking for something to think about, your own essence statement or a purpose or vision yeah. statement, whatever you want to call it, it's really a great way to answer those questions yep. in sequence, and we can we can talk about it. Oh, I love that. Um, I guess I didn't think of it like I, I'm, I'm thinking through my my mission statement and I can say it I'd be happy to say it um, Ellie is a reclaimed daughter of the king who is strong emotionally physically spiritually mentally and financially so she can serve others and glorify God with excellence and I think I That's have beautiful I think I have all yeah, of those answered in that you do yeah yep and and um, you can then extrapolate off of there what you're doing I know to make a plan for the year Right. right. Yes. And then, and so then, I write it in my planner and kind of think. I actually make my my yearly goals around mm-hmm. 
those strength goals that I have, you know, like, um, uh, yeah, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, financially, all that. Um, so that, that's kind of how I form my goals. Yeah. And, and and when that's clear, other decisions are easy. Right. Right. When your purpose and your mission and your vision are clear and your values with that Mm -hmm. values really are how you're going to live that out. When all that's specified, then those questions are answered and options take on um, the, uh, the multiple options that come across our life right, right. are a lot easier to uh, navigate through and navigate. Yeah. Does this fit into mm-hmm. my mission statement? Yep. <laughs> Does this, or my essence statement, yep. whatever you call so the, it. The, yeah. the, fir- the first thing that you stated there is what, what I would term a purpose statement. Who are you? I am. Ellie is a reclaimed, a reclaimed daughter, of the king. daughter of the king. <laughs> okay, that's where we're starting, right? Yeah. It's your identity. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we remind ourselves that's who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, mine begins with, I am an ambassador for Jesus Christ. That oh, that's is Second uh, Corinthians 5.20. It's my life first. Yeah. And so um, I go back again and again to um, basically that as my core pivot point. That's yeah. what, that's the, the pivot around which everything in my everything, life orbits. Yeah. If, cause it, because it, as long as you have that, you can, like you right. said, sift through. Right. Everything and, to get. And that answers that fundamental first question, who? Yeah. Who am I? And but it also says, what I love, I want to just go off yeah. of this, because it also it also says who God is, too. Oh, yeah. Both of ours do, yeah. which is interesting, because who we are, we can only find that because of who God is. Yeah, and his name, of course, is I am. Yeah. Right? God is identity. Yeah. Right? Right? That's the very <laughs> nature and essence of that word. Yeah. Right. And C.S. Lewis says really explicitly, he says the reason why the Jews would never say his name is they could never say that name without actually calling themselves that, saying I am. They would never right. say I am. He is. Wow. That's and, really, yeah. And, that's and really so you're, you're right in the sense that our identity is always predicated on him. Mm-hmm. We are relative to God. Always. We don't have an identity aside from that. Always. But but it's good yeah. for to, it's good to start with that and with whatever. I think everybody listening has you know a verse or a story out of the Bible, something that has hit deeply, mm-hmm. and you can go back to that and say, okay, based on this, who am I? Yeah. And I, I find it's usually helpful to go to the things that that hit us in our heart the deepest. Yeah. And they're often out of our experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really the first is answer that question of who. And it really is a, a purpose identity statement. And it's often one or two lines. Mm-hmm. Um, what you've done is with yours is you've tied that together into the next phase of mm-hmm. the process, which I call a vision, yeah. which is answering the question, why? Okay, this is who I am. Why am I here? Mm-hmm. And um, that also is going to be connected to to God and His calling on our life, and and so it's important. Vision reflects twenty twenty is like I, I, I like love using that this. it's twenty twenty. It is. Yes. It's like I, it's like it's clarity of yes. clarity of focus and clarity mm-hmm. of vision. And so yeah. this is a year when I'm praying that God will clarify 
that sense of vision for me. It kind of, and, yeah, same. and I've told my own story from last, last year, you know, with my health scare and health. It was more than a health scare. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. Well, yeah. For those people who haven't listened to that, my, you had a, you experienced a cardiac arrest back in July yeah. and that was extremely terrifying for yeah, our 20, family. 25 minutes without a heartbeat. And yeah. So that, that actually has caused me in these last weeks, and I'm really kind of in the middle of this, of reassessing that vision. Why? Yeah. And yeah. and re and I'm I'm kind of reframing that a little bit this year. So mm-hmm. I'm not really done with that quite yet. And and it is t- it is a good time to amend it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And, and I think yeah. I don't think my purpose will ever change. My yes. like who I am. Right. But the vision of really understanding why I'm here gets clearer and clearer. Well, and I mean, so, we're, you know, we're talking about a mission statement or something. Mm-hmm. Like mine, I don't think I'm going to have that for the rest of my life. Right. And I've thought about, I've thought about, oh, I should probably add something or I don't know if I really like this. Um, because there's not there's not ever going to be like a, a sentence that will encompass our no. whole life. <laughs> well, well and, and, and that's why as a discipline... I come back to this every year. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, I, I like it to think of it as in pencil. Right. You that know? it's changing. And it is. It's it's mm-hmm. some things in this do not change. Yeah. And there's things I've got, you know, multiple pages every year that I come back to and then I'll, I'll redo another one based off of what I already have. And some things remain the same, but 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 much of it I, I open to amendment. Yeah. Um, because new insights or new clarity come, mm-hmm. but you're also involving the Holy Spirit in it. Mm-hmm. That you're you're not just writing this on your own. Because who we who yep. who I am is a reclaimed daughter of the King. Who you are, yeah, you're mm-hmm. you're an ambassador of Christ. Right. So you can't you can't do that just right. on your own. If that's right. what if that's really who you and are. And I think progressively we get the closer we get to understanding who we are. We understand why we're here, yep, and that exactly. gets that that 2020 vision, so to speak, gets clearer and clearer. Yeah, the closer we get to God. So that really it's is really kind good. of a second um, plank of this process hmm. of a mission or vision statement. I call it an essence statement. The third is mission. Mm-hmm. The third is mission, and it answers the question: What? What am I up to right now? What? Yeah. What am I? What task have I been given? What assignment mm-hmm. uh, is mine? Um, and um, you know, I think we we are to wake up with a sense every morning of, you know, I'm here first, knowing my identity and knowing that I have a reason for being here. God wants me mm-hmm. here, but then He has something for me to do. Now the yeah. doing doesn't come first the identity comes first and we do or we act out of being we don't be out of what we do yes we're we're a human being we're not a human Human doing doing. (laughs) but we do but that said we do we do after we are a human being we after we are being then we do because i mean even god put adam and Mm -hmm. eve on the planet but you know he gave them work Oh yeah, he gave them. Oh, he gave them a job to Which do. Which I think we will have, in some form, for the next ten thousand years. I agree. I think because we we have a purpose, right. and that means to do. But that has to come first from knowing who we are. So I think it's important at every stage in our life, and, and the new year is um, good time to 
yeah. reframe that is is to articulate what you think your assignment is, mm-hmm. and uh, and to spell that out. What 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 are the marching orders? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because that there's great energy. Yeah. In that for us and focus. Yeah. Because if we know what that is and the specificity of that, then we know what to say no to. A lot of good things yeah. need to be set over here. It's good to say no. It is. Well, it's necessary, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and and the best or the right has to give way, or um, the good has to give way to the right, to the best. Yeah, that's good. So um, I think having a, an, an opportunity to write that, and that, that might be a couple of sentences or a paragraph, what do you feel like your mission is? I, I keep going back to in the way I frame this to this Romans 15 and I encourage everybody to kind of read that section. It's, it, it kind of begins in verse 16 and carries through to, um, uh, around verse, um, 25 and Paul's laying out there, um, who he is, uh, why he's, he's on the planet Mm -hmm. the assignment and the mission god's given him and it's very very specific here and you can kind of use that as a as a platform but it's a it's part of a good exercise the fourth step in this so we've got purpose vision mission which answer who why and what and then the next one is values Hmm. on what basis do we act so we act but how do we act Mm -hmm. and our values are the kind of constitutional precedent uh, against which we measure our actions. Hmm. And um, so um, you may have uh, four or five core fundamental values around which um, all of your mission execution will have to be measured. Humility might be one very important value to you. Therefore, you're going to say everything that I do is going to come through yeah. That virtue of humility, or excellence, yeah. could be another one, or a sense of spontaneity, hmm. or joy. I mean, there could be yeah. twenty. Uh, I like to suggest uh, target it to four or five mm-hmm. that are encompassing. Yeah, and uh, you, what you'll find is that some, even some Christians, are going to have different priorities on those values, mm-hmm. and that's a good thing. That's yeah. part of what makes us different. Yeah. You go to a group of friends, and you're going to see they're living out of different. Uh, they they would hold same core values in terms of their ethics and their right. their virtues yeah. and what they think is right and wrong. What we're talking about here are the values of preference. Yeah, or personality. Personality, yes. Even yeah. Well, I think they often reflect personality. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Um, we had a friend, and he uh, one of his values was having fun is serious business. <laughs> Isn't that good? I love that. Um, and and he lived his life that way. Yeah. He, was a, he was a Christian, and and now someone else uh, could be they, they might have a, a value of um, of um, simplicity. Yeah. Right, and they would live out their yeah. life. Um, in a Jesus way that might have a slightly different emphasis. Yeah. So I think it's important to know on what emphasis of um, virtue. Yeah. Are you going to choose to live? And, and it's kind of like how you almost how you like interact with the world. Right. Right. So right. it's um, so this is the way that I choose to be present with the world, mm-hmm. like in, in the doing yep. um, or in the. 
yeah, kind of just being out there. Yep. That that. So different um, missional communities and churches, or small mm-hmm. groups, or churches themselves, yeah. or even businesses or uh, nonprofits, may all have similar mission. Yes. That is, they're all doing similar things, but, but they may have different personalities and reflected their in their values. Are different. Yeah. Yep. So uh, I think it's important to articulate that for ourselves personally. It's almost like the culture, like your own personal culture, yes. right? Yes. Yes. Or it's like the yes. ki- kind of the culture of an organization yep. or something. But if it's for yourself, yep. it's like and, this and is it, the culture that I have. And it can be for a family. It oh, can I be like for that. it can be for. Huh. Um, any covenanted relationship, yeah. any, um, I, th- I think it's important, um, particularly for people that have come through broken relationships, yes. to step back and kind of think, hmm, where did the values run amok yes. in, in, in what I went through? Mm-hmm. And then to intentionally, if, if you're honored to approach a new relationship, yeah. develop a new relationship, to consciously say, how do we want to do this? Yeah. My mind is just running right now <laughs> on like, I mean, in my, in my mission statement, I have some of those mm-hmm. values that are there, that are, they're kind of just said in there, but I'm also just thinking, okay, so I, there are, there are things that are so core from the divorce that I went through, but then also how I'm choosing to live intentionally right. out of that divorce right. that I don't necessarily have in that mission statement, but it's okay not to have it all in one thing, of course, but... No, it, and, and, and this may be... Yeah. Mul- and there's no right way no. to form it, format yeah. this or anything. You can have multiple little documents out of right. this. But it's good to look back on them oh, and absolutely. review them. And yeah. it's okay for these values to be prioritized as answers to what you've, what you've been through. Yeah. So um, I, I find that w- when I've talked with people or worked with people, counseled, when I was a pastor, people who went through a broken marriage. Yeah. One value that's very universal on that is transparency. Well, that's the case for me. <laughs> well, it's, it's generally because yeah. because if, if, a, if a marriage values transparency early on when there are issues, you have a value of bringing those to the light. Yeah. And then things don't ever build yeah. to or the at least... point of... Yeah, yeah, or Breaking. or at least or at least there's the there's the hope that the, yes. that they won't build. Yes. But there's there can be a lot of fear in that too, of course, but Oh yeah. Um but but setting it off right like for for yep. me um I involving other people in in decision making is really huge for me. Not that I didn't do it in my first in my marriage and mm-hmm. when I was married, but but now I'm doing it way more intentionally. Not, right. not just in, not just in, you know, involving people in a romantic relationship, right. but also, but also in making decisions in, um, in inviting people to inviting feedback from other people. That's good. So, I, so collaboration is a word. Yeah, oh, I would, collaboration. I, I would yeah. say like what you're articulating is for you. Yes. Collaboration is of high value. It is. Yeah. Now there, I, I, I've worked with people who've come out of a broken relationship where they almost express no solitary independence and so for them yeah it was like no for me now a higher value is going to be um, voicing my independence yeah so it's less about um 
them needing to hear others' input into their lives. Um, so what, yeah, what, totally. What you so have here is it's not right not or wrong. Not right or wrong. It's just, <laughs> it, it, and that usually the Lord will highlight areas where we hmm. need to grow, and He yeah. wants us to grow, and the value will reflect. Wow, this this particular. Um, theme or this particular virtue is what I need right now. Yeah, because it may not come easily even. Often they don't. That's yeah. why we, that's why we say that is so important. And to I me. need to lean into it. I need to articulate that. Yeah. And and then point to it and say, I'm living hmm. after that particular virtue right now. That's really so, good. So um yeah, purpose answers who, vision answers why, mission answers what, and then values answer how. How are we going to mm-hmm. go about tackling our particular assignment right now. Yeah. And then we move to finally the plan, uh, which is, okay, when are we going to do what we've talked about? Yeah. <laughs> and, and where, which is mm-hmm. when is timing and where is location and with whom and who, who's this going to involve? Who's the circle It around gets me. down to the details uh, and planning is really important. Even it's the in, execution. It's the execution. Okay. And Paul's story here in um, Romans 15 he gets down to the details on this. I'm traveling to Spain, and before I go, I'm going to come hmm. back by uh, Jerusalem, and I'm and I'm going to hang out with you, with the people in Jerusalem. Yeah. Then I'm going to come to Rome, and hang out with you guys, and I'm going to take an offering while I'm there. Yeah. You're going to actually help me. <laughs> so he's he's got he's got the details worked out. Now, interesting story here. It's a sideline. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. His plan kind of goes up in smoke. Yeah. But what's very interesting, because he had purpose, vision, mission, and values in order, hmm. when the plan goes awry. Because it, it often will, does. It will. It <laughs> will. Something will go off. Something it, will be but, different. But because because he'd, he'd worked through clarity, hmm. when the circumstances shifted underneath him, and they shifted by him getting arrested. Yeah, and then he was in jail. And then he gets, yeah, he's, he gets shipped off to Rome, and he gets put in jail. Now, his ultimate plan was to get to Rome, <laughs> but not that way. He wanted to go to Spain first right. and do all these things, right. but, and so, he didn't want to be in jail. <laughs> no, no, but, but because he had these other things clear when he writes the book of Philippians, right? he says, actually, this has worked out great. Yeah. Because I'm chained next to these soldiers, and I get to tell them about Jesus, and then every eight hours yeah. I get a, a new set of them. <laughs> And then, and then it happens all over again. But what's so beautiful is that that he do, he's not shaken when his plan is shaken. Right. You know? And I really think that that's what this gets down to, that if we just make a plan, and, like, the plan also involves whom. So yes. we, we have talked a lot about, you know, getting back into a relationship after a divorce where that's a really scary thing. Yeah. And that is a plan that often doesn't work out, too. You know, like breakups after divorce are no joke. It's quite common and it hurts. It does. It does. (laughs) I know. And um, so, but but when that plan is shaken, Mm -hmm. if we don't have a purpose, a vision, a mission, then then we will be shaken. Right. We will be shaken when our plan is. We start with our plan. Yeah. We start with a sense of identity. Who are we? With a sense of vision, why has God put me here? Mm-hmm. With a sense of mission, what is my assignment? Yeah. And the values that are important for me in living that out. When that is clear, the plan actually almost sort of lays itself out. Mm-hmm. 
and we can get our calendars out and we can we can put our dates and and um, the strategies and that's all wonderful well and those are like the resolutions yes like and it, the goals that we have and, this year and, and, and those are good that actually it's necessary I think yeah. I, I would say you know and depending on the type of personality that we have we're comfortable at different levels with this yeah mm-hmm. and like I, I get down to the I get down to the values and it's like great that's the hard work all done. <laughs> and I don't want to go into the planning and the, right. the details. I don't like details. You just but hand I, those off to mom. I need, yeah, she'll do them exactly. for you. <laughs> but, I, but I need to go down to that detail level. Yeah, that's important. And knowing always I'm holding it loosely. Yes. Probably going to, circumstances are probably going to change. Yeah. But then I've got something to go back to. Yeah. Right. And then yeah. I can, I can, I can edit those plans or. That's why Paul, when the plans changed, he, like you said, he wasn't taken off of his game. He was like, "Cool, count it all joy, my brothers." When you're faced with actually, I wanted to get to Rome. I mean, and that wasn't Paul that said that, but you, you guys get the picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because God works all things together for good, which is also in the Book of Romans. Before his plans were absolutely. changed, absolutely, and and um, and that doesn't mean all things are good. We've saw, we've talked about we, this before, uh, of course. The like Bible God, God doesn't God said, doesn't shake up your plans and think like oh, right. we're gonna see what they do now. Like He doesn't do that. No, he doesn't. And, he doesn't. And, and the Bible does not say give thanks for all things. It says give thanks in all things. Ooh, that's a really good point. So say that again the for Bible the people does, in the back. The Bible doesn't say give thanks for all things, mm-hmm. because some things are not good. Yeah. God doesn't off author everything. He has. He has made a world where he has allowed certain freedoms. Yeah. Uh, and we're not to thank him for bad choices that people make. Yeah. We are to thank him in them. Yes. In the midst of that. Yes. God, this is bad. You're good. Yeah. And I know coming through this, your goodness is going to win out. You're going to show that goodness and planning Absolutely. is about that kind of faith. Like yes. it's saying, God, I know you're good. Now I'm going to do my part. Yeah. Uh, sometimes Amen. we get down to this and we then, oh, well, God will just do it. Well, He wants us involved. Mm-hmm. We are co-laborers. We are with Jesus. Absolutely. He's teaching us how to work, and which we will be doing for ten thousand years. And Jesus worked. Yeah. He also rested really well, yeah. but he worked. Yeah. And and I, I think that I'm really excited about this podcast series, and I really like that yeah. this was our foundation because we're gonna, we are going to be talking about the plan, but we need to know where we're starting from. And in this, in the next, the next several weeks, we're going to be talking about um, finances and career. We're going to be talking about how to tell your story. We're going to talk about spiritual spiritual direction. We're going to hear from other people's stories. And then we're going to talk about relationships. Like, how does all this work now in new relationships? And and it all has to come from getting a sense of who we are, getting a sense yeah. of our identity. And the people that I'm going to be talking with in this podcast series – um, you're going to be hearing that. You're going to yeah. hear. You're going to hear that they have a sense of who they are, what their vision is, what their mission is, what their values are, and then out of that, they're yeah. making a plan. Well, and, and this is hope reclaimed. Right? It is. And, and <laughs> <laughs> this 
That is the name of this podcast. It's the name of this podcaster. (laughs) Yes, that's me. Um, So, um, but that's saying there is a now what. Exactly. um, Whatever whatever you have been through, Mm -hmm. there's a future and a hope. There is a now what. The practicals that um, that you're going to be unfolding over the next mm-hmm. few weeks are predicated on there is a future. Yeah. I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you hope and a future. And what what's so beautiful about that scripture? This is a bit of a tangent, but the Israelites are in they're they're in exile mm. at that time in the in the book of Jeremiah. If you haven't read Jeremiah. I'm studying it right now, and it is like, oh, it's so heavy. It's, it's a good so, one for real life. It's so good for real life, and and these people are in it, like, yeah. and and there's a lot of there's there's all these prophets and things that are you saying all these fluffy feel good things to the Israelites, and and Jeremiah is saying no, it's not. It's not really like that. This is really hard. You are going to be here for a while, and it sucks. But there is hope. And God, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. That's what God is saying through Jeremiah to the people. Yes. And so God does have plans for us. Yes. His plans for the, for the Israelites at that time were not to be in exile. But he's saying, soon you will come out of it. And, and actually, that, that scripture, I hadn't thought about this until we're talking yeah, about Yeah, I know. <laughs> that this actually, is why I love podcasting with you. It's so That fun. actually is... It's God stating purpose yeah. and vision and mission and, and values and plans. <laughs> yes. So, so he, he's projecting mm. this, uh, what I would call, that's an essence statement. Essence statement is, mm. is, is identity plus. Wow. It's like who I am and then why and what and how and when and where and with whom. Yeah. Um, because, you know, we're not going to be just sitting on clouds for eternity playing a harp someday no we're we're gonna be co-creators co-rulers with Mm -hmm. our lord jesus and that begins right now yes and it begins on the often on the other side of having been ruled by something else that would hurt us deeply and then we pick ourselves up and say you know what that's not who i am yeah what just what i just went through and, and it's not the vision God had for my life, and it's not my assignment. And those values aren't the way I want to live, yeah. and there's a new plan. Absolutely. So, yeah, this is Hope Reclaimed, and 2020 is a great, great time <laughs> to, uh, to catch that again. Yes, absolutely. There is hope in 2020. So if you have been, maybe 2019 was like the worst year ever. Maybe you almost died, or in my dad's case, actually did die, like his heart stopped. I'm really glad you're alive, Dad. If you have faced a failed marriage, um, a death of a loved one, whatever it is, there's hope. And, and whatever, whatever you have gone through, God wants to heal it, and he has already <clears throat> extended that healing to you. Yes. And um, Loss is not the last word. Amen. It's ne- it never is. It never is. Because it's the enemy that came to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus came that we may have life and have it abundantly. Um, 
And that's, that is your inheritance listener. That is what is available for you in 2020. So if you're, if you're sitting here thinking now what, all right, it's 2020. Let's, uh, what, what does this mean? How do I do this? We want to encourage you to take these steps and really pray about who I am. Start there. Just start there. If that is, if that's all you do, like you don't have to go through all the plan even. Just start there. Sit on that for, for a while. Really, really dig into who am I? Who has God created me to be? And then the rest will flow. But just do that. Yeah. There's my challenge for you. Ooh. Just do it. Take some time. If you want to just, you know, schedule a day, a day and a half be bold, maybe take a week off. I don't know. <laughs> Dig into it and um, yeah, and then even share it. I would love to hear what your identity statement is, what your what your essence oh, that statement would be, is. That would be great in this community to start sharing yes. those. Maybe, um, maybe on, your, um, on your site here, can you put up any of these things we've talked about? Yeah, so these will all be outline? these will all be on the sh- in the show notes. Yep. Um, I will put kind of what all these are, kind of some prompts that you can do to be to to go through, um, kind of what you're talking about here, um, and yeah, and then I want to hear from the listeners what your essence statement is. If you're willing to share that, you could share that with me privately as well. You can find um, you can find my social media and. Um, yeah, that'll also be in the show notes too. But dad, I'm so grateful. Thank you for, for doing this, for sharing your expertise with this. Um, you know, you, you do this for kind of, for a living. So thank you for sharing it on the podcast too, because, um, in this time of transition, especially after such a life change as a broken marriage, that, um, this is, this is so needed. It's so essential. And I could not be more grateful for for being able to do that myself. So please do it, listeners. You're not alone, you guys. There is healing. There is hope. There is vision for 2020. <laughs> and um, there, yeah, there's always hope because hope is my middle name. We'll see you next week.